Well, a whole lot different. We had cattle way back then. And uh, like I said, my, my dad believed in farming. <laughs> and uh, as soon as we got home from school, we, we worked on the farm, whether it was shovel corn in, in the feed mill when we were little or feed silage to the cattle and everything. And uh, then as time went on, we got the silo unloaders and things. Right. Made it a whole yes. lot easier. Right. And uh, none of us cared for dairy milking whatsoever. So uh, one day we had a dead cow in the barn, and Dad said, "Ah, guys, you know, we don't like it. Why don't you just sell the cows? Within two minutes, Randy was in the house, and within a day, the cows were gone. (laughs) Now tell me about this neighborhood when you were a kid. Well, they came here, and my folks were Catholic, and their whole area was Lutherans. Mm. And and word amongst all the neighbors. It was one family that had a lot of property around here. And they said, Tony Tice bought the farm. Oh, that's all right. That's a poor farm. He'll go broke anyway. And uh, so, but they lived with it and that. And in fact, dad was poor enough that the first year he went to the bank and said, golly, Maude Harpman was the bank manager back in Middleton way back in them days. He said, God darn, I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to make that payment. And he said, well, as long as you were honest enough to come early, uh, I'll I'll give you an extension. Mm. And then things got better ever Mm -hmm. after. That was kind of the depression years, you Mm, know, where it was rough going. uh, But Dad was very saving in his life, conservative. uh, Well, and we we shouldn't say that you're completely disengaged because you still will have some acres. You're just not going to be climbing in the cap. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, uh, and I, I got to say in the last couple of years, I really burned out. I could never wait until I'd get in the tractor again. And in the last year, it was like, oh, guess okay. I, I guess I, I got to finish this year yet, you know, so yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it's over. Right, right. Tell me about how this neighborhood has changed. When you were a kid, I bet everybody kind of had a connection to agriculture. And now, my goodness, the only connection to agriculture they've got is driving past a field. Yeah. No, that's what's really different now. Like I say, one family owned a lot of land around here, and they all farmed together. And my dad really never fit into that group because, you know, he wasn't part of of that group, and he wasn't real welcome when he moved here. Mm -hmm. So uh, he just hired help. In fact, my mother gave comments about, oh, God, Dad, this guy walking down the street. used to be years ago that you'd have, I don't want to call it bums, but you'd have people desperate for a job, and then he'd hire them. And uh, (laughs) the one guy... He went two weeks without ever changing his clothes. <laughs> My mother said, God oh, damn it, you got to tell him he's got to get different clothes. <laughs> so so that's how times have changed. How often now would you hire a bum off oh, the street? Absolutely. You know, it's a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So. What do you think your legacy is? Uh, whether it's the farm or your community or your neighbors, because I've, like I said, I've been down here thirty some years, and you guys are a part of my community. What do you think your legacy is? Oh, I don't know. Kind of play it day by day now. Yeah. The, don't have no. The the thing I made a mistake in is I waited till I was too old to retire, <laughs> and uh, there was things we could have enjoyed. But I still had the farming uh, yeah. in me, mm-hmm. and now when Randy's a younger age and wants to retire, I said now now's the time to do it because you can enjoy yeah. from sixty six to seventy five. There's a lot of enjoying to do besides working. Yeah. Yeah, but it is going to be hard to still watch everybody else. You can do color commentary from a window now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think too. Uh, uh, but I, I won't feel jealous that I'm not out there, which, which kind of surprised me that that would ever happen to me. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Randy, let's hear your story then. Like you said, you were born into this. So you were the dairy guy? No, no, not, not at all. But uh, we only milked like 45, 50 yeah. cows. You know, that's 45 years ago. Yeah. So it was either we either had to expand yeah, or I get bigger. But mm-hmm. but I, I went to a Edgewood High School, and and I, what bothered me the most, where our barn, or the building we're in right now, it was our old barn used mm-hmm. to sit, and it wasn't a very big one. But come on, in the high school days, the, they always played the games at football games oh. at Memorial High School. Yeah. So we'd be letting cows out, and all my friends were at at the football game <laughs> and I could see the lights so it was like I was, I, something's wrong with this picture but you know I, I don't have any other regrets otherwise yeah, but, yeah. but uh, that always bothered me when I was younger that you know yeah, there they are. and my friends would stop in and you know, we were old enough to drive then and come on hurry up and get the cow's milk we got places to go yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah but no, it's been good here. There's, uh, and we're uh, the home farm here. Whenever it does sell, it's going to hurt. So. Yeah, yeah. But we we hung in there pretty much as long as we could ourselves. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you know, you go to up to Timber Lane. That's the town yeah. across Plains. That's the next active farm way up there. Yeah, and you'll you. see other fields, but yeah. he's the only one. Yeah. The next one in line. So let's talk a little bit, Randy, because you stayed, despite everything going on, and uh, you stay involved with agriculture circles. You know, you're still talking with other farmers. Tell, Explain a little bit about when everything, the tempo started changing around here. Now, you're on the west side of Madison that's starting to bleed with cross plains. Verona, Middleton, there's no dividing lines anymore. What did you have to learn when this was all starting because I remember when you were I was still seeing you in the fields and then the next year there'd be a development what you how did you have to kind of educate yourself or get somebody with you to educate you on these deals and how they were going yeah well most uh, if, if it was in investors or or retired farmers there's a few of those you'd uh, never did more than a year contract and that protected us and them mm-hmm. and uh, that was kind of the, the route the best way for yeah. us and then you know they'd give us notice I mean mm-hmm. and, and there were times where they have to ruin the crop or they'd have to get a road in and and then, then we'd get compensated back mm-hmm. for it I mean and then most of it was on a handshake I mean very seldom we had contracts wow. and, uh, when we started dealing with the larger home builders, ready and them, yeah, then we'd have contracts, or even the university, we rented mm-hmm. some from them, but, but I mean, they were all good to work with, and yeah. uh, never had any problems. Right. Uh, so, let me ask you, kind of along those lines, the, um, this onslaught of building in that, that brings with it, it's not just about land exchanges, then you're still trying to farm right up against this stuff and you stay very you're the face of this farm when it comes to the zoning the regulators tell me about how that was to walk the tight line well i do most of the spraying or i do to do mm. all of it and uh, i never had any problems till this last year and there was a development and um, 
actually our attorney called and said, hey, you got problems. Some guy says you killed his garden. Well, okay, so looked into it. Well, then it didn't take long. They had already turned us into the, uh, all the, whoever, the DNR. DNR. Yeah. So anyway, and the guy was nice as pie. He said, I, I went out and looked at the site, took pictures. He knew right right where it was. I didn't. I wasn't even sure the field, but we owned it. And I said, well, there's probably 40 houses in that row. I don't know which one's complaining. They're all in the same row. So, well, he says, I'll, I'll be honest with you. He says, uh, they, he even, the guy went as far as to have the, uh, uh, the digger's hotline measure where the property line was. He says, well, property lines is where they put the utilities. And he said, if, if that's the property line, his garden's on your site. <laughs> so, so I met with him, and they were a nice young couple from Colorado. And, um, and I mean, they were very nice about it. I said, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Well, it was drift. I said, I didn't go out of my way to spray mm-hmm. your, your garden. And he said, there's a whole bunch of houses here, but you got to move your garden back. And it was only like a three foot by eight foot mm-hmm. strip. It, but, but that kind of stuff wears on you. You know, it's just, you know, it was hot and dry earlier yeah. this summer and I was like, God, I really don't need this. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but well, and you know the other thing is uh, the people that you've been dealing with, Dane County or whatever village you're around, they change too. I bet when you first started out, having a conversation with them was a lot easier because you spoke the same language. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and a lot of the people years ago had some farm background, yeah. and and they, uh, you know, but in the same same breath, the people tell you, oh, don't keep, don't don't let, don't sell this land. We we like the field, but. But uh, <laughs> that's, they, we, you know, they kind of talk out of both sides of their mouth. You mm-hmm. know, they don't want you out there, but they want to see the field. Right, right. And that's what's been frustrating over, yeah. over the years. Absolutely.